What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Big Red Banter, done remotely. I'm here as usual with Mike Sykes and Jake Richards. Before we start, Jake's got something real quick. I'll toss it over to you, man. Yeah, thanks, Skylar. So I would like to talk about, and the three of us would like to address uh, our most recent upload. It was our Mount Rushmore episode where we talked about our four greatest athletes, uh, personal athletes of all time. And it was meant to be, uh, it was released around the 4th of July and it was meant to be a 4th of July sort of celebration. Uh, we do realize that that was maybe not the best timing. And we, we did record it prior to 4th of July and prior to uh, the incident that happened with indigenous protesters uh, at Mount Rushmore. And we do recognize that the land of Mount Rushmore is sacred land to many indigenous peoples. And so we would like to, uh, make it known that we weren't trying to be pro or against the idea of Mount Rushmore. We were just using it as a metaphor for naming our four greatest athletes. And we would, we are going to continue to take steps to educate ourselves on uh, issues that matter, like an issue like this. So thank you again. And let's, uh, let's talk some sports. Yeah. And I would just right. hit on Jake's point. Just one last thing, you know, feel free to email us or DM us with any of your questions or feedback. You know, we're always looking to, for ways to improve. And again, we, we're not, you know, trying to spread uh, negative information or ne- negative sentiments, not the nature of the show. Perfect. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Really well said, fully on board um, with you guys. So um, yeah, again, yeah. Feel free to reach out to us. We're sorry if um, this offended anyone or, or anything. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely feel free to let us know. Um so let's get to uh, let's get to sports. Um, Ivy League sports update, not a good one. Ivy League fall sports, totally canceled. That was a um, premature woo on my part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is um not great for our show um, or for any organization covering Cornell sports which is, I guess, any organization at Cornell. Um, not great, but it's even worse for all the athletes, um, obviously. And you got to feel for them. Um, I did hear they're maybe thinking about, like, um, moving fall sports to the spring. They don't know what's going to happen with winter yet. They might push back winter. They might just be like, okay, as soon as students are back on campus for the spring semester, we'll have all the sports. Like, I don't know. None of this is confirmed. This is complete speculation. But um, I – it's a it's a bummer. I don't think anyone's really shocked, but it's a huge bummer. Um, and you know, we all know people uh, on fall sports teams that are just like kind of in limbo right now. Um, so I don't really know what's going to happen. I, I I will say um, a petition's been uh, passed around like throughout the Ivy leagues um, to get people to uh, to give students a fifth year of eligibility as grad students. Um, so we'll link that. I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, I, I'm for that. I'm fully for that. Yeah, it's they. The NCAA granted D1 athletes, uh, or they granted D1 athletes another year of, of eligibility for uh, sports that were canceled last spring. So I really don't see why this is calls for a different solution. Uh, yeah. Of course, it's not like a perfect solution. This is definitely not a perfect world right now. Um, yeah. So. This is definitely rough. We've talked to some athletes who are personally affected by this. We all know athletes that have been affected by this. So, yeah, it's – ouch, man. Yeah. You got to do something to do, though. We'll, we'll see if they're even able to use a fifth year uh, in terms of this, this coming spring. You know, who knows? That's still up in the air. Also, we don't know what's going to happen. There's a lot of uncertainty. So, fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed is right. Just go sign it anyway. Like, okay, who doesn't like signing petitions? Um, <laughs> I, I'm personally very into signing petitions. I've signed about 2,000 in the last few days uh, just because I'm bored and I have nothing to do. <laughs> okay. So, so pro petition movement. Yeah, just, just pro petition, not pro uh, issue on any of the sides, just pro petition. Um, no, no, no. That is not the message we're trying to spread. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But sign this one. Um, regardless, <laughs> sign this one. Regardless, it's got like about three thousand signatures. So go sign that. Um, awesome. and we got, <laughs> so we got um, uh, we got prof- like a lot of professional sports updates. Um, got MLB stuff going on. Ooh, Bubba, Major League Baseball is returning, as we have previously talked about. It will be returning on the 23rd and 24th. That's when the two, like, opening days are. 
uh, but we do have some players that are opting out and for good reasons. And, you know, these players, a lot of these are more veteran uh, older players who like it's, it's different. It's a 60 game season. It's definitely worth uh, evaluating that not being a part of the season would be safer. You got players like uh, Ryan Zimmerman and Joe Ross of the Washington nationals returning world series champs. Um, I mean, Ross, Joe Ross was predicted to be like their fifth starter and Ryan Zimmerman was, uh, along with Howie Kendrick, sort of their first baseman. Although they did yeah. pick up uh, Eric Thames. So he'll probably, oh, so he's a, I, I guess he's in terms huge. of, yeah. Thames he's a big dude. Jacked. Yeah. He's yeah. Jacked. This is the guy who, he looks like he's holding a freaking like twig when he picks up a baseball bat. Right. Uh, <laughs> so in, in terms of like uh, the productivity from the Nationals, they have a deep, they have deep, uh, starting pitching. So I, I don't necessarily think that this is something Nationals fans should be upset about in terms of productivity. And we definitely, I personally believe that we should be backing a lot of these players. Uh, Nick Markakis, outfielder for the Braves. Uh, he's also opting out and was replaced by Yasiel Puig. We will talk about that a little <laughs> bit later. David Price, uh, pitcher, a newly acquired pitcher uh, for the Dodgers. Again, yeah, a good backhand arm, but if you're the Dodgers, are you really missing out on a lot? Um, we got guys like Buster, Buster Posey, who's opting out. Love Buster Posey. King Felix, who, like, we all thought was going to retire after his last season, but then, like, signed a minor league deal and, like, maybe would have been a pitcher for the Braves. But the two younger players that have been opting out, most of these players that I've been naming are older, oh, including Ian Desmond, who actually gave a really – emotional statement about yeah. uh, like the state of the world and how he wants to be like educating his kids. And, you know, yeah. that was, that was a beautiful statement. I may or may not have teared allegedly. Um, but then we have some <laughs> younger right. players. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, those are mainly older veteran players who chose a time to be with their families and dedicate time to more important matters in their life. But we do have some younger players as well. Younger White Sox pitcher, Michael Kopech and the closer for the cards who throws absolute smoke. Uh, the guy who can reach 105. 105. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. If you saw the video, if you saw the video of him on that 105 mile per hour pitch, like the, the, the high that they show, he, um, it was a, it was a ball. It like, it literally got by the catcher. Like it it, like literally went to the backstop. It was just like a fastball, but it tailed away. I don't know. I remember I saw this like yesterday or two days ago. Why did you see this? This this guy has crazy. I, I like, it amazes me how you can throw over 100 miles an hour, much less 105. But, um, yeah, the I will say that the White Sox and the Cards are definitely teams that, you know, these guys will definitely be missed more in terms of productivity. But, hey, you got to do what you got to do. And full respect to these young players, especially being a younger player, that takes a lot of more, a lot more guts for them to do this. This is very important to them. So big, big support for them. A uh, bunch of players are also getting sick, too. Freddie Freeman was reported. Freeman Freeman Uh, was bad. Freeman was really bad. Like from, from what I heard, like they were just like, he's going to be out a while. That's all they said. So I'm assuming he got bad like symptoms and he was doing all the right things too. Like, I think they only had family over, but I guess he still got it. So. Yeah. You know, even with the, that's why there's this health plan is in place because even with, you know, a good health plan and good protection, people are going to get sick, you know, it gets everybody, including, the best first baseman in baseball, Mr. Freddie Freeman. That's an objective statement. Um, sure. <laughs> Freeman okay. didn't have any contact with his teammates or was just family and friends? Just family. Uh, From what I, mean, I heard, it was just family. Yeah. Uh, apparently, no, nobody uh, – uh, maybe other names in the Braves organization have gotten sick, but I don't believe it was through contact with Freddie Freeman. That's I'm not an expert on the, the health of every – person on the Atlanta Braves organization you don't so wait just to be clear you do not follow Freddie Freeman's health all the time like that is not on your priority list you follow him like I don't I I I try and keep up with my favorite players and Freeman is one of those players but I have I have yet to see any bigger updates on his you get his like doctor's reports that's cool (laughs) nice Um, Um. you also had Aroldis Chapman uh yeah closer the guy who also throws pretty fast. I don't think he can reach 105 anymore, but he hit 102 and 103 last year. Uh, he has coronavirus. DJ LeMayhew is actually just getting back from coronavirus. So those are two big impact players in the Yankees. 
Yeah, this, and this... Luis Sessa, who is not an impact player, but still yeah. on the Yankees, <laughs> well, also has coronavirus. <laughs> well, he's uh, he's predicted to be our number five starter. He's not big impact, but he's impact, you know? <laughs> I mean, he's impact by, like, existing, I guess. He is, like, yeah, a physical I mean... impact on the ground, but that's the most I could say about him. Um... I remember I went to a Yankees-Indians game last year, and we were, we were getting killed. Or it wasn't killed, but we were down by, like, four. And in the third, they they pulled, I think it was probably Seve. Or no, he was hurt last year. No, no, maybe it was Seve. And uh, they put Sessa on the mound. And I was like, it's over. This is bull crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> putting yeah. a no-name guy on the mound. No, no disrespect. He has proven me wrong in, in certain games. But, yeah, that's my story of Louis. That's yeah, we um, – so we got also Yasiel Puig traded to the Braves. Um, or or picked signed. Up. He signed for signed, signed. He got picked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um. I you know what I don't know he's he's like fun to watch um and I'm scared personally for the National League East when things return to normal because uh, I don't want to see anyone um like strong or like I don't know respected uh playing against the Mets uh, it's not <laughs> ideal for me um but that's gonna be interesting <laughs> to see um and uh, we also got um uh, Cleveland Cleveland Indians potentially changing the name yeah um yeah. yeah I think- it's it's definitely one of those things where like the name the name the Cleveland Indians itself is like problematic, but uh, the more problematic thing you see is when you get fans who are just trying to be enthusiastic, and I understand that there's no malintent per se. Yeah. Uh, but when they when you are like dressing up as a Native American person, and I understand it's it's for the spirit of the Cleveland tribe, but that, that does have pretty problematic problematic implications. So yeah. I definitely understand that a name change is something that should be looked at and is being looked at. Francisco Lindor, their big name player, is definitely for the change. He has made a couple statements on that. Did, did we so, see any actual, like, names thrown out? I thought I saw, like, spiders. Did anybody else see that? I saw really? Guardians. <laughs> I saw Coyotes. Coyotes actually sounds kind of cool. Cleveland Coyotes. Coyotes. Well, actually, actually, uh, this is just my own thing. Um, the the Mets minor league team. I don't know if anyone remembers this. A couple years ago, the Mets minor league team. I think the Double A. I think Binghamton. They had like a, a vote. They had a vote, right? So uh, they were voted uh, by the fans to be named the Rumble Ponies. But I think the second place name, if I remember correctly, was the Stud Muffins. Mm-hmm. So that like that name still has not been used or claimed. So what I'm thinking is maybe you transition it over to the Cleveland Stud Muffins uh, so- and. It's yeah. amazing to me how the takeaway, your takeaway from that story is, oh, stud muffins is available. Not, not, we should <laughs> never leave this to pop, like this, this should never have. There is a story behind Rebel Ponies. I don't want to get in because I am from Binghamton and I go see the Rebel Ponies. I don't right, want to get right. that, that crazy story. It has to do with carousels in our area. It's, it's really weird, but okay. it's just like, yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm okay. Like not knowing, like if I just know the carousels involved, like that's cool. Like that's cool. Exactly. You that. don't want to know more. But the point, the the message you should be taking away from that story is Cleveland. Please don't leave it up to popular vote. Just make a good decision. Like, yeah, don't, don't yeah. trust your fans in this, please. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um. But. So, so I guess um a few few quick things to round out uh round out MLB news. Um. Uh. Jacob Degrom. My my Jacob Degrom. I'm claiming him. I guess. Uh. Jacob Degrom of the New York Mets. Um. Uh, pulled from the game with back tightness, but MRI was fine. He's good. If he's good, I'm good. My happiness depends on DeGrom's happiness, so I'm glad he's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, you say, Aaron Judge? What's his deal? So, Judge, Judge, look, I love Judge. Th- don't shake your head, Mike. This is actually this actually might like make you laugh. He, no, he's I'm over- breaking my neck over here, Judge, with the stiff. Yeah, neck. exactly. He, he, <laughs> he said he had like stiff neck problems, which I get it. Take precautions that you need. Your body is your way of making money. You are an athlete. I get it. Um, and you do have a, a, a history of injuries. We've I've rambled about the Yankees training staff multiple times, uh, but I mean. Can't you just like put a cold pack? Because he, he was fine. He hit a he hit a home run in an exhibition game. He's making plays out in right field. It just seems like, hey man, maybe like put an ice pack on in and maybe just like, like buy better pillows. Oh my yeah, god, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> so cheap. Like you guys, he's making millions of dollars and he can't get an effective pillow for his neck. That is a huge problem. 
Yeah, yeah, we sh we should we should <laughs> contact pillow companies and really be like Aaron Judge really needs your help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's let's get Sleepies on board. Maybe they'll maybe they'll come on as a sponsor. Yeah, that would be a great move because all of a sudden it's it's like you resolve his issue and then that there's your marketing plan. I mean, just proven results. There you go. There you go. We just built a business plan in one minute. <laughs> all thanks to Aaron Judge. Um, yeah. <laughs> But the one, so we talked about some health concerns. Uh, there are no fans, but they are pumping in uh, fake crowd noises, which can be provided by Major League Baseball, or you can make yourself. They, they don't want to limit your creativity there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's weird. They've also started putting, like, cardboard cutouts of fans in, in stadiums, which seems entertaining because, as I was joking with Skylar, you could, like, maybe hit a foul ball, but if you knock down three cardboard cutouts, you have something to celebrate. So like freaking yeah. like <laughs> Or or if you're if um maybe if the ball hits like your own cutout, like you get that foul ball. Ooh. Like which is not which is actually not that far fetched of a possibility now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. There's only right. what? A couple tens of thousands of seats in stadiums. <laughs> like <laughs> No, I mean, I mean, like, like you wouldn't know, like, if you don't know where you're sitting, you wouldn't know who hit it or who was pitching when it was hit. But like, you would have a major league baseball, like a game used major league cool. baseball, which is that would be cool. Ish, yeah, major league baseball cool. organizations. I hope you're listening. Feel free to take that idea. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Just yeah, we have no again, art, <laughs> no intellectual property. Going to a more serious tone, where we talked about health, like health issues and health control. And we've named players, impact players that are getting sick, impact players that are um, opting out. This isn't going to stop. It's only, it's probably only going to get worse now that the teams are going to travel with exhibition games and the season starting soon. And Major League Baseball teams, it's like uh, those players, they're one of the only major sports organizations that aren't in the bubble per se. Like they, they like, unless you're like the Toronto Blue Jays, because apparently uh, like Canada has some pretty hardcore regulations. Like if you leave the hotel or the stadium, or if you're like, not like watched going back and forth, you have to pay a million dollars. I don't know. Rumor. Oh but, yeah. 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 I heard about that. But that's Canada, you know, uh, I mean, that, that's, 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 there's definitely two ends and there should be a medium in there somewhere, but that, that is problematic. You know, like uh, we're going to talk about how the NBA has a bubble. Uh, the MLS is going to, I believe have like a bubble. I, I get it. It's hard to do. It's, it's difficult to manage, but, it's difficult for everybody. It's not like it's an unfair advantage per se. So I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't think that cases are going to get worse with the season. I think, or yeah, I, I do think cases are going to get worse with the season. I, right. And it just seems to me like there was a rumor going around that like major league baseball, like wasn't very quick with the test results and like camps had to shut down for like two days. Cause they like were waiting for their results and they weren't going to be like, Oh, you may have a virus. Like just go practice. Um, <laughs> you know, like it, it doesn't, it's not sending the right message, I guess. Uh, but hopefully, hopefully the, the health professionals employed by teams and by the league can figure something out and keep players safe. I hope players make smart decisions because this is their career and the career of their entire teammates and, and everybody that they touch. So like, keep that in mind. Uh, I understand it's difficult. I'm not trying to tell you how to do your job by any means if you're even listening but you know be safe yeah. maybe a little but like, <laughs> um, <laughs> and also just the last the last note i have um going back to the the fake crowd noise it will be from uh mlb the show uh which is a huge screw you to uh, mlb 2k um that series so uh i guess they've officially hit rock bottom uh which i you know, i loved playing mlb 2k6 like on the gamecube which is a sentence like nobody's heard in 14 years probably uh but it's a great great gaming system and a great game uh and the crowd noise uh, is terrible so uh good job to mlb the show for having great fake crowd noise what a flex um what a flex. <laughs> so um moving on we got Jock Jams of the Week, one of our segments. Uh, my my song for the week will be um, a song called Fallen Angel by Poison. Um, it's actually a jam. It's not like Owl City, like I think I said last time. Um, mm -hmm. Or like Enya or whatever Mike said. Um, or whatever meditation music. This is a jam. So uh, Fallen Angel by Poison. 
definitely check it out. Word. So I started listening to, I listened to, to this song, and then it got me into the whole, like, late 90s, early 2000s genre, uh, like, uh, of rap and, and hip-hop kind of thing. Uh, still DRE with Snoop and Dr. Dre. I mean, come on. It, it, if you don't know the name of the song, it's like, if you hear the first, like, three seconds of it, you'll know, like, oh, that song. It, it's just one yeah. of those jams. It really and, gets you in a great mindset of just, oh, beautiful. And you used it in a retweet. Used it in a retweet. Or you I got did, retweeted. Yeah. Um, yeah I, <laughs> Mike's I, um, playing it right now. <laughs> nice. I, um, so uh, I, I follow a bunch of MLB writers here. Cute little story. Uh, and this one guy was like, oh, we're talking about the crowd noise. Like, oh, I wish you could play music. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Imagine the real-life meme potential. Like, you know, you, you, you hit a bomb off the pitcher and the saxophone solo from Careless Whisper just happens to come on. <laughs> just stare down that pitcher like, I love you, you're my son. Like, I just, I just became your father. <laughs> or, like, you turn a double play and still DRE plays. And it would just be, like, a cool, like, kick-ass moment where you would just feel like a king. Uh, you know, he, he retweeted it. I think he talked yeah. about, like, what they would play on the 21st day of September. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was a cute little, but you know, yeah, not what Major League Baseball decided to do. They're gonna have crowd noise like losers, but whatever. <laughs> maybe, maybe your request will make it through. Like, I'm, maybe, I'm, I'm maybe. still hopeful. I'm still optimistic. Cross. Um, yeah, <laughs> what you got, Mike? Do you all know any recent athletes who have dropped any music? Any pro athletes? I was going to say Philip Antonio, but then you said pro athlete, and I was like, oh, college <laughs> No um, pro athletes? Um, not as it like Lonzo? Lonzo, I feel like he would. I'm talking about the cream of the crop. I'm talking about two NFL studs, Julian Edelman and Danny Amendola. What? <laughs> Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola. Let me repeat. They dropped a new single in a deal with Nerf. Yes, like Nerf, the football. Like, like the Nerf or darts. nothing? Yes, Nerf, Nerf or nothing. nothing. <laughs> and it's called Don't Eat the Darts. <laughs> so must listen. Great editing, great beat, great hook by Edelman and Amendola. Truly just a wonderful you know, wide receiver partnership that was cut too short, um, but both of those guys are beasts. Is this like a PSA for young children who eat Nerf darts? Is that the point of the song? <laughs> like, like Play-Doh, fun to play with, not to eat, but instead we <laughs> <the> NFL. <laughs> yeah, Amandola and Edelman <laughs> moving on to their next, next big, next big song, Don't Eat the Play-Doh, <laughs> sequel to Don't Eat the Darts. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying if they don't come together and title a song, it's Nerf or Nothing, or if that's not a line in the songs, I've yet to hear it, I will express my personal disappointment. <laughs> Actually, I wow, I think this is this is the potential to be a dynamic duo that has impact on a lot of young children that might otherwise choke on Nerf darts. So, um, you know, as long good. as I feel like I'm making an impact, you know? <laughs> right. Nice. So moving on to the NHL. Um, yeah, so, oh my gosh, okay, calm down. Um, they have, so the NHL, getting back into serious time, uh, they are starting their Stanley Cup qualifier tournament. Uh, it's coming in August, yeah, I believe in August. So they have settled on two main cities, Toronto, they are both Canadian cities, Toronto is going to be hosting the Eastern Conference tournament, and the Western Conference teams are going to be in Edmonton, Alberta. Uh, yeah. they are in a bubble and I'm there. We're going to talk about how the NBA is also in a bubble and how there's a little bit of drama. Uh, and there's not that much drama with NHL players. I, I don't know if, if their food is just nicer or something. I don't know. But like <laughs> I said, like the, as I mentioned with the blue Jays, there's like, I don't know if this is true. So this is all allegedly speaking, but apparently like Canada is get, is getting really hardcore with their like bubble in sports. They uh, they're taking serious precautions, and I believe 
like there are rumors of NBA players who have like come out of their bubble or like ordered food or something like that, which we'll get into when we talk about the NBA. But apparently if you do that in the NHL bubble in Edmonton or Toronto, uh, you're going to get a, a million dollar fine, which is um, a lot. I don't know if it's true. I, I definitely like, I'm a fan of consequence, maybe not a million dollar consequence. You would, but, you would uh, need to have a lot of bar mitzvahs to be able to pay that fine. <laughs> and I can, I can say that because I had one. <laughs> but wow. I like, I like how you measure money and bar mitzvahs. Um, <laughs> but um, so it's, yeah, it, um, I'm happy that at least there are players somewhere in some sports that are at least seem to have the right mindset and are taking uh, quarantine and isolation pretty seriously, at least on the surface. I don't obviously know the personal details of every player, but uh, this is what I found pretty interesting. So for the, like, the way the NHL uh, draft works is like you, you, there's a lottery for the draft picks uh, as most other teams, but the, the, this lottery was undecided because of the end of the season and uh, like abrupt, and to this, uh, like, pause on the season. So for teams that – so there are 24 teams that are going to this Stanley Cup tournament. And so that for the teams that don't make it past this first round so or into the round of 16, they will enter the number one draft pick lottery, which is, like, what about the teams that didn't make the tournament? Right. I don't know. I feel <laughs> like they definitely need this. I mean, maybe they're already part of this lottery. I'm really not familiar with how the, the – like, how the NHL draft works. I just sort of watch my Rangers whenever they're on TV. Um, but I, don't, I, I just feel that in cases where like the NBA and like the NHL and like sports where they had to come back and had to eliminate certain teams from coming back, uh, I feel like teams that aren't coming back definitely sort of need financial like uh, aid in most ways, like in other in ways that other teams don't because they're like not going to be making as much money. They're not going to have people watching them when their major sport comes back. So it just seems like, Hey, maybe let's help out the teams that didn't make it in little smaller ways that aren't necessarily unfair. I don't know. But but I I put that in there because I was like, Hey, what about the little guys? That that was the point I was trying to make. Right. Right. Um, It should be interesting. Uh, But but yeah, I mean, it's it's a definitely different atmosphere than than the NBA's bubble for sure. Like, definitely, definitely uh, different atmosphere. Um, like, so they so that this week they set up a tip line in the NBA. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so people can just like anonymously report players that are like quote unquote breaking the rules, I guess. Um, which I guess has caused a lot of drama. Um, what do you What do you guys know about this so far? <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, I guess I understand that self-accountability and, and being able to be like, hey, I may have seen something that's not good uh, is valuable. But you got to understand, like, if we're expecting the worst here, what's stopping a team from, like, going into an important game being like, oh, I saw, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I saw, like, uh, I saw LeBron James. <laughs> restaurant and you know like you know then lebron's under scrutiny and it'll take time to either prove he's innocent or guilty you know i tactic i agree it should yeah be I, I understand that i would really hope that adult players can be mature um I'm, i think like yeah the, the bigger the biggest rivalries like the biggest team rivalries in the future are going to be dictated by like who tells on who so yeah. like like i don't know like the suns and like the Spurs, I, I don't even know if they're in the same division. I don't know the divisions. But, like, I don't think they ever had beef. But what if, like, someone's like, uh, what, DeMar DeRozan? Does he play on the Spurs? Yeah. yeah. What if what if someone on the Suns, I guess Devin Booker, is he still on the Suns? Why yeah. don't I – I should know all of this if I'm going to make this joke. But, like, the joke is dead. Um, but, You're good. You know, so, like, so let's just pretend, like, I didn't just kill the joke by – not knowing what teams they play for. But uh, but what if, like, Devin Booker, like, calls the tip line on DeMar DeRozan? You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, like, they find out. And then all of a sudden, like, Suns and Spurs, like, 10-year rivalry. You know what I mean? Which, you yeah. know, even though the Suns would not 
have a chance at competing with the Spurs <laughs> for, you know, in those 10 years. But, um, but people have already like, people have already snitched, I guess. Right. Like, uh, or someone snitched on Dwight Howard. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, he apparently was not wearing a mask. I don't know where, uh, but I think I did read something about how they had like a DJ for the players and Dwight Howard was the only one that showed up. Um, that's pretty pathetic. Um, <laughs> I don't know what kind of DJ I don't, I feel bad for the DJ, but they should have just gotten a better DJ. Who's ready party people. And Dwight Howard is like, <laughs> <laughs> I, oh my God. I, I've been hearing that certain players are having complaints about the food because the food is provided for you. Uh, and I was I was listening to first take and I the the, the show on ESPN. I don't know. I, I can't quote who this person was, but this person was trying to make an argument for like, come on, if you're if you're looking at this like school food, you're telling me you're not gonna want to go out and get food. And I'm like, okay, valid. But this is your livelihood. Like you, you, you made the decision to come back, and you could have opted out. It would have been a difficult decision to make, and I respect that it's a difficult decision. But I mean, if your biggest complaint is that your food is bland, and that's what causes, if, if that's what really like makes or breaks your decision to go in or out of this bubble, come on. I mean, <laughs> I get it. Complain about the food. Be be human. But like, follow the rules, guys. Yeah, just I hate to be that like school monitor kid, but like, come on, this is important. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. No, you're right, dog. I mean, um, and I, I don't know, like, I, I and all the players, um, obviously they're all in like their own, they're on their own suites. Um, uh, apparently, uh, I heard that Damian Lillard was staying in a presidential suite, but I think the N- NBA tried to cover it up, like in a photo. Um, this led to a conspiracy theory I have that LeBron, if. Damian Lillard has a presidential suite. Uh, LeBron has his own hotel. Um, just like a weird theory. Uh, but I would like not be shocked. Disney, the Disney like uh, Skyline Tower or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. He has the whole like monorail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Or he gets unlimited access to Space Mountain or like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I know someone who wasn't complaining was Giannis. He said that, you know, back in Greece where he, he grew up that, you know, his, his apartment and room were much smaller there than than here, so I appreciate you know him being humble and just focusing on getting the work and not being so uh, picky. Yeah, yeah. And they gave him, I think they gave uh, the Bucks like an eighty three percent chance to win the title, so they just got to keep grinding, which is a high. That's that's high for anyone who doesn't understand yes, yeah, numbers. That, like that's that's a good betting number. A <laughs> um, couple last things on the NBA. Uh, Al Harrington. I think sent out a message to the players, not all of them. He didn't send out like a listserv email to the players. He just like, I don't know. He just put it out there. He's like, Hey, if you're going to the bubble, make sure you bring more weed than you think you need. Um, so I guess, you know, yeah. No, like, Mr. Harrington. Yeah. Oh no. He, and you know what? He's right. Like he's right. Like what else are you going to do? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you have all this free time, like nothing better than just kicking back, hitting the joint or I don't know if you'd be able to necessarily smoke a joint there. I feel like you maybe edibles or something. Entertain yourself, and clearly, Mr. Harrington has his way. Exactly right. <laughs> um, and then the the last thing, uh, apparently Zion, uh, he had to leave the bubble for um, to uh, for family emergency. Uh, best wishes out to his family. No one really knows exactly what's going on there. Absolutely, best wishes to his family. But also, um, you know, the NBA is a hundred percent panicking because like basically the theory is that the reason that they have the Pelicans still playing is because, because of Zion. Of Zion. <laughs> so they need him back ASAP. Yeah. Um, so yeah. hopefully. There's definitely um, conspiracy without a warrant at least. But uh, yeah, I, I do hope Zion uh, takes care of what he needs to take care of. And uh, hopefully we still do get to see him play this season clearly a joy to watch i'm glad i was uh, surprised but also happy that the pelicans made it into the tournament but um, <laughs> yep. so, yeah um speedy recovery I, I i again i like i hope that this means that other players realize that like although you should be prioritizing this and your your job and your playing and your platform 
there are bigger things there. So, and I hope this allows people to realize that players do need to take time. And I hope that because there are, there are internet trolls out there who really just love to make me angry. And they're just like, Oh, these guys are, you know, these guys are this, these guys are that. Come on. Right. Don't be that guy. Take, take a moment and realize that if your like personal world is having troubles, work can become a second priority, no matter how important your work is. Agreed. That's a uh, solid message that will take us into our ad break. We will be right back. No matter where I go, I insist on looking stylish and being comfortable. So I rely on the eye-catching menswear at Tropical Bros. They have everything I need. Happening Hawaiian shirts, snappy polos, and sharp swimsuits. So whether I'm swinging on the links, sunning by the pool, or sipping at the bar, I always look and feel my best. Stylish. Gentlemen, find your style at tropicalbros.com. That's tropicalbros.com. First-time customers will receive 30% off with the code TROPICAL. Enjoy life in style. Tropical style. Hope you enjoyed that ad from our new sponsors, Tropical Bros. Got the freshest Hawaiian shirts in the game. Skyler, I see you're wearing one of the shirts right now, and Jake's got one also. Yeah, no, this is, I mean, I, you know, I could be lying about wearing it, but I'm not. I'm genuinely wearing this. It's like, it's pineapples on like kind of a bunch of pineapples, like a ton, more pineapples than you've probably ever seen in your entire life (laughs) Um, on this like blue and white uh, pattern. Like I'm really bad at describing patterns, Uh, but this is a, is insanely comfortable. Like it cannot be overstated how comfortable this shirt is. Like I got it and I was legitimately shocked. Yeah. It's a really nice material. It's, it's so, it's so nice. Um, yeah, I wore it around. Um, there's going to be a lot of photos taken of me, um, in this shirt. Um, (laughs) people may, I may not know that I may not see all of the photos taken of me because I feel like from a distance, you'd be like, wow, it's a really nice shirt. And maybe like just snap a photo of me randomly uh, is what I'm hoping when I'm walking around campus. So, um, (laughs) don't be shocked if you see me on campus with this, um, probably every day. But if you do ask me if I, if I wash it, um, I will say I do, even if I don't, because that would be uncomfortable. Uh, super nice shirt. Um, guys, you can, uh, you can use, uh, if you go to tropicalbros.com, you can use the code tropicalbanter for 20% off on your first purchase from them on anything from the store. Uh, they send you a bunch, they, they send you a bunch of stuff in the package. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, you get, you get like a, a, a cup holder, like for the, for the, uh, like for a drink, you get obviously the shirt, you get like a laptop sticker. At least this, this is what we got. Um, and yeah. you also get like a little back for like your glasses, which is pretty nice. Yeah. So definitely, yeah, go check it out. Go to tropicalbros.com and, and, uh, and the promo code tropical banter for 20% off. Go for it. Um, all right. So we got, uh, we got another segment. Uh, we got a segment we haven't done in a while. Uh, red in the face, uh, which is back and redder than ever. <laughs> Redder than ever. We're going to talk about what makes us mad for a little bit. Uh, This is one of my personal favorite segments, just because it allows me to completely rant and go off the rails. Uh, But Skylar, I would, of course, love to hear. I I do believe this is a non-sports-related one, though, but give me the story and tell me why you're mad, Skylar. Yeah, I I just, okay. Guys, targeted ads have been (laughs) really getting on my nerves lately. Um, though this, this all started way back in like two days ago when I opened up Twitter and, uh, and, and Twitter was like, do you want personalized ads? Um, and I, I clicked like, sure, why not? Um, and now like, to be honest, I haven't seen a ton of ads, but one, I'm paranoid, uh, because like they hear everything. Um, and two, like, I don't even, it's, it's beyond ads right now. Cause like now I'm going on to, cause I read like all of like, I have Apple news and I read it for like an hour and a half every day. I just read a ton of news and like all of the news. some like a lot of the news somehow is just like clustered together and things that are like related to me. Like I was having kind of a uh, uh, back problems, um, a couple days ago. Cause like I didn't stretch enough. And, um, and so my back was really tight. It's, I, you just have to take my word for it. It was very painful. <laughs> I um, believe you. <laughs> but I was, yeah, I, like I was having, I was having these back problems. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, like I got like three news articles. I was like, Hey, like, do you want to stretch? Cause it's good for you. 
And I was like, don't call me out. Like, you don't need to call me out on that. That's just disrespectful. So Your brother really knows everything about you, man. I know. So, um, so in short, uh, I don't trust targeted ads. And I, I'm also at the same time, very excited to see what Twitter has for me. Um, so <laughs> wait, 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 you, you literally just said, I don't like the ads, but also I'm excited for the ads. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, it's, it's like terrified excitement. It's not a normal like emotion, but I have it anyway. Um, so that's, okay. that's, that's my thing. How's your back? Um, <laughs> my back is better. Did you, better. did you get the news from the article? Like, did you actually learn something from this targeted oh, news article? I didn't even read the article. I was like, this is, you like, just felt violated. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I felt like disrespected. Yeah. So that, that's, um, yeah, I just stressed a bunch and um, I'm better. So, I mean, uh, that's kind of sports related, <laughs> you know, you had a back problem and, 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 you know, you wouldn't need to stretch it out. Stretching is athletic. Stretching is you know there was a there was a roller coaster we got there. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Jake, you have a actual sports related thing, so you are doing your job on this podcast. <laughs> what do you have? Mine's pretty. Mine, mine, mine's still pretty like obscure. Um, so if you the SNY is the the local like cable network that play. It, it's like the one that covers the Mets. I'm a Yankees fan. They they're on Yes Network, but I do watch Mets watch Mets baseball. And because there are no active games right now, they play like Mets classics, you know, older games. I think I was watching a couple innings of a game. It was like a 2019 game uh, between the Mets and the Indians. And, uh, but it annoys me so much because it's an older game and they, they play like the, the, the music into like when they go to commercial break and the music they play before they actually go into the game with music they play like before commercial break it's so like dramatic and triumphant and loud it's annoying i i don't know if it's like a volume thing because like the commentators are pretty quiet so i gotta turn up if i want to hear but then the, this music is just in but they're acting like it's like uh, like wow you should really care like this is game seven listen to our <laughs> fanfare and our trumpets and and care about the mets nobody cares okay stop <laughs> It's so annoying. I'm like half watching your game because I've already seen it and I already know the outcome. And I'm just sitting there on my phone and then I'm scared to death by this loud music that shakes my walls. Please, SNY, control your broadcasters. Get a new song, get volume control. It's really, it, it, it scared me multiple times. And I, I, of course, it's my fault. I didn't fix the problem by turning it down. And oh, I'm done. I need to cool off. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Well, um, I mean, screw you for, uh, for that SNY domination, but I get it. Weirdly, I get it. I get it. Like, I've seen it. It's aggressive. Um, it's like, is it like, duh, 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 no, is it? Yeah, and then it just crescendos and gets, it's, they really want you to know that they play that music, and it's, it's, it's enough. Yeah. I can, I can get on board with that as long as, well, I mean, the Mets are really classic, so like, it's fine. Yeah, oh, we're celebrating the, the one win in our history. <laughs> okay, Mike, what do you have? <laughs> I'll just make this a little cooler, uh, cool everybody down. And I'm not even mad this week, so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll just I'll just chill out and let's go to the next segment. <laughs> so I just want to say. I just, I think that's why I was so like crazy because I was compensating for the fact that one third of our anger, group anger, was unaccounted for because Mike is just so relaxed and chill. So that's my excuse. He's usually at the computer. He's just on the couch right now. Like he's, he's just, got like one arm behind his head. Like, like oh my god! Like he looks like he's just like bros. He looks he like right right now. you're just you're just chilling. There's like there's like like thirty percent of me believes that like we just can't see it, but he's actually like bathing in CBD oil. Like like there's a legit <laughs> chance right now. Um, <laughs> so so it's that's funny, Mike. It's funny you mentioned CBD. It's actually uh, one one of their brands, the newer brands, is partnering with uh, Premier League Lacrosse, which we're going to talk about now, and and they're doing <laughs> oh, recovery creams. Like I I don't know I, I didn't know they had that, but anyway, uh, PLL. If you haven't heard already, it's coming July 25th, going to be on NBC, going to be big, big names on the field and big plays. So it's a must watch. If you haven't seen it before, go watch it. Also, there are going to be six Cornell players. So we have the GOAT of Big Red Lacrosse, 
Rob Pinnell. He's coming to the PLL, making his debut for the Atlas. Also on that team is current Cornell head coach Connor Busick. So two of them will be leading the charge there. And we also got Jason Noble, Jake Pulver, Sam Duggan, and Clarkie Pedersen. Guys, I got a question for you. Who is going to lead in goals for Cornellians? Is it going to be Pinnell, who is a little older, experienced, making his debut? Is it going to be Busick, current head coach of Cornell Cross, who's in his prime? Or is it going to be the young stud, Clarkie Pedersen? Mm. I, uh... I want to say Pedersen just because, like, things are different, but he's young, he's adaptable, I think. So that I don't know much about PLL, but that, that, that's my explanation. I, uh, I'm, a, I'm doing a bit of a callback to our last episode where I, uh, I fully support the older athletes, uh, who are still, who are still in their prime. So I'm going to say a Pinnell, um, he's older, more experienced. Uh, yeah, I'm going with him. I'll go with the head coach. I'll go, go with the, uh, the skipper, Busick. I think he's going to put in, uh, some good work this summer. Uh, but, you know, talking about picks and stuff, if you haven't heard already, DraftKings just sponsored the PLL Championship Series in terms of its betting. Should be some cool stuff going on there. Um, in terms of the, the actual, like, PLL official picks, they have a championship challenge they release. So I got to say, I got to go with the Atlas for, for my pick to win, to win it all. But I'm curious to see if anybody has some, some other picks there, uh, you know, number of new teams and roster moves. So it's really up for grabs. Yeah, man. Um, I really like the name of the Chrome. So I'm going with them. <laughs> the main face-off guy, Connor Farrell, he's a former uh, line – I think he was a lineman or a line – I think he was a linebacker, actually, uh, at a D2 school near me on Long Island. So guy's a beast. He's taking – Yeah, and I, I knew that. I knew that as well. So, uh, so <laughs> sure. very cool. Mike's credit. Uh-huh. <laughs> you think? Uh, I hope you have information on this team because I don't, but I like the Redwoods. Yeah, so Redwoods, they just got my uh, my high school alum, Miles Jones, who's a beast. Ooh. One of the best middies in the game. Should be super exciting. Um, they have a really good shot, too. I would say even, you know, more favored than the Chrome, uh, unfortunately, for Skyler. <laughs> Damn. What a wow, shame. I can't, believe, I can't believe you randomly picked a bad team, Skyler. What the heck? I mean, I figure I had like a one in uh, seven chance of picking the right team. So I'll take those odds any day. <laughs> Thanks for running them down for me, Mike. <laughs> no worries. Let, let, you know, let's continue rolling the dice. Uh, let's go to the, the world soccer. Let's start with the Prem. Uh, I heard some stuff about Man City. They definitely rolled the dice. And, you know, did they look out, did they look out or not? Oh, yeah. At the beginning of this year, Manchester City was banned for doing some weird trade like they, they I, I believe it was um their like owner tried to like pipe in more money some some real just white collar adding more money kind of thing I, I uh, I'm really not sure but whatever happened uh the financial fair play regulation board basically said you because of this you are going to be out of the Champions League for two years and Man City's definitely a team that would have qualified both years um but after a review by the, oh, pardon me, the court of like arbitration sport in Switzerland, uh, that was deemed basically like not a fair punishment, I guess. And City was just sort of fined, I believe it was 10 million uh, pounds, uh, euros, pardon me, uh, 10 million euros. So, I mean, they did have to pay. The 10 million is not a small price, but they are a pretty rich club. So it's, you know, not a, not a huge dent, but a dent nonetheless. Uh, a bunch of people in other leagues, uh, like the head of the um, La Liga, I believe, came out and was sort of like, this doesn't really seem kind of legit. It sort of just seems like they just sort of kept going to different courts in order to get the ruling that they heard. Um, yeah, uh, I don't necessarily agree or disagree with anything, but I will say if there's a team that – Oh, the the La Liga president Javier Tebas. He was the guy who, who kind of was vocal about his uh, like, is this really legit? Uh, he kind of stepped in and was sort of like, I mean, come on. And if I don't know, again, I don't have any gravity. I don't really know much, but I will say that if there is a team that could kind of 
finagle the rules a little bit and be able to sort of get away with a slap on the wrist. I will say it's probably Man City. They're a big money team. Uh, they are consistent. They consistently bring in like some crazy young talent for like groundbreaking trade deals. I remember when they brought in Sterling, when they brought in De Bruyne, when they brought in Aguero, when they were all young, and now they're like superstars. So um, yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah, uh, that's really all I have to say. I, I am I am kind of excited to see what they can do in the Champions League. I will say that that they're a great European competitor. So there's a win and a loss here, I guess. But that that's what I have to report. Um, well, uh, well, speaking of Champions League, since since you mentioned it, I don't think you know Arsenal, the Gunners, are going to make the Champions League. Unfortunately, oh, no, we're season. Not. <laughs> but you know, again, I'm not a math whiz. By the transitive property, they just beat Liverpool, so they should be Prem champions uh, by that property. In <laughs> other news. Um, you know, speaking of real Champions League, I guess then uh, the leader of Real Madrid, Sergio Ramos, one of the best center backs of all time, has taken you know complete advantage of quarantine. He looks as fit as ever. Oh my God, he's a tank! I, I've seen this picture a million times on my Instagram because it's so like, holy cow! Look at Ramos. The dude, literally, like we all comment Ronaldo, like yeah, underwear commercials. Yeah, he's jacked. Yeah, he's big. Ramos is a tank. I would, I if I were an attacker. All you know, even though I'm six eight two eighty, I would be afraid of Ramos. Word. Also, okay. Side note: I don't know Ramos at all. But um, you were saying yesterday you couldn't watch the um the Arsenal Liverpool game because it wasn't live, guys. It was live on Peacock. You can go just go get Peacock, guys. It's cool. Like it's just, it's, it's a free. dope app. Peacock, it's free. It's free. Like go literally. I like I'm not getting paid to say this. Um. So just go download it. Like, why not? And you can like they're they're showing games. They like they're showing those games. So it wasn't streaming anywhere else except for there. So um, so go do that. Um, yeah. Uh, so so let's see. We um, a little bit of uh, news coming out of the NFL. Actually, not a little bit. Like a lot of news. Uh, mostly centered around one team, uh, formerly known as uh, the Washington Redskins. Now they're uh, the Washington NFL team until they come up with a new name. Um. I heard Red Tails was uh was maybe a um like a potential name. I'm not sure if it's a leader right now. Um, I don't. They I guess they have to decide by the time the season starts theoretically. Um, they need to design new uniforms and everything as well. It's not just like oh the deadline the season starting tomorrow like name. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna decide. Uh, but I definitely completely justified. Um, yeah, it was a long time coming. Uh, Dan Snyder was like, he refused to change it for years. Uh, and the, you know, the sponsors, the pressure from sponsors was, I guess, overwhelming. That's not what it should have taken, but that yeah. is what it took anyway. Well, um, so, I'm glad it's being changed better, better late than never, I guess. Right. Exactly. Um, so I don't know what they're going to, I don't know what they're going to name again. Like I would also say, um, if the Indians don't claim stud muffins, then Redskins are or that you know Washington is more than welcome to claim that. Um, yeah, so. I don't know. If it'll be a very fitting name out after this bombshell report. Did you all see this? No, I yeah. Uh, this this just this just came in. Um, I I literally just saw this article. So uh, this is the Washington Post. So there are reports of a huge uh, bombshell report about uh, Washington's NFL team uh, coming in. Um, and no one knew exactly when it was going to drop. But, like, people knew the, re- the report was going to happen. They had people resign. Their, their play-by-play announcer just resigned yesterday. Like, Dan Snyder just got a lawyer. And, like, all this was happening, but nobody really knew exactly what the article was going to be about, although it was supposedly very damaging. And from what I can see right now, uh, it is extremely damaging. So uh, the, the headline is 15 women accused former Redskins employees of sexual harassment and verbal abuse. Um, that is a terrible huge deal oh my god that is i'm i'm just uh, i'm just like seeing it right now uh daniel snyder who's the owner yeah he uh declined to be interviewed oh jesus um yeah wow this is um this is really really bad for them uh oh my god i i don't have time to read this this article it's, it's, it's a huge article oh my god it's a giant article uh and there's like oh there's text messages involved um like there's actual like screenshots of text messages um sounds like a horrific work environment which 
based on what we know about like the NFL's kind of like reputation as like a league, um, sadly is not super shocking. It's just generally been like a misogynistic league. Like that's just how they roll. Um, but this is like, this is a huge deal. Oh my God. This literally came out like 30 minutes ago. We're recording this, we're recording this like Thursday, Thursday evening. Um, and it came out like 30 minutes ago. Well, um, our hearts and our actions uh, are going out to those 15 women who were brave enough to come forward. So um, yeah. hopefully this can be settled. Hopefully the people who are need to be punished get punished. Uh, yeah, the Washington yeah. Washington football is gonna is in for a dicey couple of weeks. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's good. I'm I'm assuming uh like okay, Dan Snyder's gotta go. I mean he's he's like he's he's gonna be forced out. Like yeah, it, like yeah. I'm reading the headline and his is the only name mentioned. Uh, and yeah. members of owner Daniel Snyder's inner circle. That's the the headline I'm reading from the Washington Post. So yeah, it, it would make sense for him to definitely be removed or step down from his post wow um that's big that, that's really big uh we'll probably have more to cover on this next week once we like uh, once i read the full article um but that's that's a huge deal um oh my god okay um so Moving on to so lighthearted, i guess um yeah <laughs> yeah um madden ratings just came out um frank gore i think he was rated 79 this year i'm pretty sure um which is just he's so so consistent. I mean, God, like he's been in the league for like sixteen, seventeen years or something. I think Adrian Peterson was also in that seventy nine, high seventy range. Yeah. Oh my God. He's like, old running backs. Yeah, dude, that is some consistency, man. Like Frank Gore, I always underappreciated. Always underappreciated. Um, well, yeah. Man. I, Men's Madden, the the game here is clearly hot on their young stars because we got Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes is incredibly talented. Don't get me wrong. He got it. Yeah. Uh, looks like he got himself a ninety nine. Holy cow! Like yep. he can't that. Which but, just makes me wonder, like, why don't they, why why do they don't have a hundred as a rating? But Mike, you you go. <laughs> I was just gonna say that there's certain players who did not enjoy the the same you know, <laughs> ratings as others. Alvin Kamara great running back i don't think he was even you know as per his rating in the top 10 for running backs which doesn't make sense does not wow uh yeah i can agree to that okay um who's in charge of this (laughs) a lot of the ratings were screwed like very very screwed up in in my in my opinion like from what i could gather and what i saw like people are not happy (laughs) at all and rightfully so like rightfully so, um, for sure. So that's that's what's going on in the NFL again. Yeah, like I stay tuned and like follow that story. That's a, that's a story for everyone. The the report is a story for everyone. So everyone yeah, get yourself educated on that. Um, MLS is back. MLS is back. They started the tournament. Uh, it's been you know a couple of games have been played. Most teams have played one game. A couple of groups have played two. Uh, so NYCFC hometown club. They are not doing so well. They're about to get eliminated. I got zero points, 0-2, not looking good for them. Obviously, you know, they moved on from their their big-name stars like David Villa, Andrea Pirlo, and uh, Frank Lampard. So it'll be interesting to see if they can even win a game. (laughs) (laughs) Some other – so on the other flip flip side, early leaders, Orlando City in that same group, they're, they're, you know, perfect 2-0. New York Red Bulls. Rivals uh, Interstate have won their first game. They're in second place in their group. And then a new expansion club in Minnesota, of all places, Minnesota United, they won their first game, you know, off on the right foot. I, I would just say, in other news, uh, I think LAFC tied. Chris, Chris Morales is a uh, favorite club. Uh, shout out to him, Christopher. You're great. Shout out to Chris Morales. And, uh, yeah. and LAFC, his biggest rivals lost. So that's some good news there in the MLS. There we go. Shout out to our former GM, Chris yeah, and Once again, we are all uh, – we are still, believe it or not, 6'8", 280. It's weird how we haven't changed weights at all since January. We've just stayed consistently. Oh, yeah, we're the model of consistency, Frank Gore style. There we go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we are also rated 79 on Madden. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think, my, I think if we made a my player, like – 
yeah, we'd all have different attributes that would get us to 79. Um, but, uh, (laughs) so, um, in our, in our, in our last segment, we got a historical game of the week. Um, mine very quick. It's not even a historical game or a game that's even happened. Um, uh, Mets Yankees, they have a scrimmage that they're, uh, I think they're going to air it on SNY and yes, I'm assuming tomorrow, uh, or Friday, whenever you hear this, um, uh, seven ten. So go check that out. Mets Yankees scrimmage. Um, I'm not sure if DeGraw will be pitching, but I think Garrett Cole will be. That would be pretty cool. I mean, it's a scrimmage, so it's one of those things where it's probably like, oh, new pitcher every inning. Because we, we got to, like, it'll, it'll be like, wow, this is such a cool spring training, or excuse me, summer camp game. Right, right, exactly. Um, yeah, but it'll be it'll be cool to see, you know, across, uh, the Yankees and Mets will play each other legit um, in the regular season a couple times. I believe yeah. it's twice in, Yan- or, or two or three times in each stadium. So that'd be pretty cool. But, yeah, you know, it's baseball. You get what you can. Yeah. Uh, speaking of baseball, I'm like 90% sure I've already talked about this game. Skyler has convinced me otherwise. But this is like the game where it really made me, like, appreciate how amazing baseball is. Real quick, Madison Bumgarner's Game 7 World Series performance in, in 2014 when he came in, relief appearance, got the save, shut out, just – absolutely dominant like i love watching mad bum he's like he's not exactly a fun person but he's hardcore uh he mason saunders the the freaking bull rider um clearly just a gem of a person (laughs) um so but i mean that really is i was i remember staying up with my dad being 14 years old watching this game and it was like it ended at like 145 in the morning and we were, we're not Giants fans. Well, my dad's a bit of a Giants fan, but I just remember being like, Bum Gardner, Bum Gardner. And I'm like, not a huge, I wasn't a huge baseball person at the time, but here I am being all pumped, trying to like scream and shout, but also be quiet because it's late. I don't know, it's a very specific memory against the Royals, against, that, that was back when like Hosmer and Locaine and yeah, Salvi yeah. were big on the Royals. Yeah, that was that was a really really amazing performance to watch. So that's that's me. I, I I'm probably gonna talk about it again on this show just because it's that amazing to me. Right. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, go check it out. Go yeah, check, go it, check out. it out. Mike, what you got? To wrap up, I got some NFL action. You know, I was going through my Instagram feed recently, and I I saw a clip of Peyton Manning at the ESPYS when he hosted it was just roasting people. He was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one was safe at the ESPYs that night. <laughs> Great job, Peyton. But on the field also, he's a legend. So we have to talk about 2003, Monday Night Football versus Tampa Bay. Before, obviously, they had Gronk and Tom Brady. He just took over. <laughs> they were down 35-14. to 14. It looked like they were going to lose. He starts the game-winning drive from his own 13 after, you know, putting them into overtime. I mean, come on. Forcing overtime, what a beast. And then he comes out, wins the game, first team in NFL history to win after trailing by 21 or more points with less than four minutes to play in regulation. Beast. You can't tell, but, like, Skylar's eyes went, like, his eyebrows went into his hair, and my jaw <laughs> drops down to my chest. Guys, check that out. He's <laughs> just a model quarterback. Absolute stud muffin. I'm going to keep using that. I'm going to keep <laughs> – but check that out. 2003 Monday Night Football versus Tampa Bay. And uh, that will about do it for us, although – one more quick thing, Mike. Do you want to? You want to give this plug? What, give this what plug? else do we need to check out, Skylar? Well, thank you for asking, um, because uh, <laughs> we do need to check out. Not we. Uh, everyone else listening to this needs to check out Big Red Sports Network's new podcast, Bear Tracks. You can find it SoundCloud. You can find it Spotify. You can find it Apple Podcasts, and it's the three same boys. Because when we change up the format, we have all of the interviews of Cornell athletes now on Bear Tracks. And so, 
in conclusion, go check it out. You can hear interviews every week with Cornell athletes hosted by us three, except it's for Big Red Sports Network. We got that partnership going. It's a good time. Um, Mike's the prez. Um, uh, Jake's the um, uh, uh, president of broadcasting. Uh, the president of radio. Guys, check it out. Bear Tracks on those three podcast platforms. And with that, guys, that'll do it for Big Red Banter this week. Hope you guys enjoyed. Genuinely hope you enjoyed. Uh, check us out on our social media. Uh, I have a conclusion that I put in to the show, so I don't need to, I don't need to like say it. <laughs> I'll just edit it in there. Um, that'll be fun. Uh, but yeah, check it out. Hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure to review us as well. Review us on the App Store. Give us reviews. And don't make them bad ones. <laughs> yeah and thanks that's again a- everybody who listened and i think that we're at we're all done peace out everybody word make sure to check out our social media accounts at wvbr fm sports on instagram and twitter and also check out our written content on wvbr.com sports